Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. Welcome to the October 18, 2019 Quadcast. Happy Friday. First up, ablative arbitration. With the weekend coming, we know that things are looking up. Speaking of moving upward, let's talk about the Ascend-RT trial. It demonstrated that a brachytherapy boost following conventionally fractionated radiation to the pelvis improves biochemical control of intermediate and high-risk prostate cancer at the expense of more urinary toxicity. So, which one's more important? Well, the answer ain't easy. This French group thinks that they have the solution wrapped in an ablative, stereotactic, external beam boost in lieu of brachy. This single-arm phase 2 CKN0 Pro trial, as published in the Red Journal 2019 by Pasquier et al., treated 76 men with intermediate-risk prostate cancer with 2 gray times 23 for 46 gray to the prostate and proximal half of the seminal vesicles, followed by a sequential stereotactic boost of 6 gray times 3, or 18 gray, to the prostate alone. Assuming excellent biochemical control for this patient population, the primary endpoint of the study was toxicity. At a medium follow-up of over 5 years, the cumulative rate of grade 2 plus GI toxicity was 9%, and the GU toxicity was only 1%. We emphasize cumulative because many take issue with this measure, which adds toxicities from all time points, most being transient. When you compare this to the ASCEND-RT study, where the cumulative rate of grade 3 plus GI toxicity was 8% and cumulative rate of grade 3 plus GU toxicity was an unsightly 18%. What's more, there was no significant worsening of the IPSS quality of life score at five years as compared to baseline. This all supports the safety of an ablative external beam boost to the prostate. Altogether, this supports the safety of an ablative external beam boost to the prostate. So what's the bottom line? Though not directly addressed here, comparing an ablative external beam approach versus brachytherapy as a prostate boost after conventional fractionation to the pelvis for high-risk disease sounds like a pretty good clinical trial idea, but only if five treatments to everything doesn't pan out. Up second, unstable. We all know oncology is in a watershed moment, transitioning from strictly anatomic to more biologic descriptors of disease. Beyond taking years off the lives of trainees memorizing convoluted staging algorithms that attempt to incorporate all of the above, there are clear imperfections in the ability of expression-based biomarkers to consistently predict response to therapies. One reason? Intratumor heterogeneity. Take breast cancer, for example, where the METs are about as likely to not biologically match the primary tumor as they are to match. This secondary genomic analysis of non-small cell lung cancer, as published in Nature Medicine 2019 by Biswas, looks at tumor specimens from
from 48 patients enrolled in the TACERX study and confirms existing gene expression studies are vulnerable to such heterogeneity, largely born from chromosomal instability. But it's not all bad news. The investigators identified genes that are consistently expressed within tumors, but very greatly across tumors, due to them commonly arising early in tumor evolution. These special genes, deemed clonal transcriptomic biomarkers, were confirmed to be independent predictors of survival. The bottom line is, newly identified clonal transcriptomic biomarkers in non-small cell lung cancer have uniquely low intratumor heterogeneity, minimizing tumor sampling bias. Next up, follow me. Effective public health requires a public vote. Twitter can provide such a microphone to individuals with name recognitions, big and small. This thought-provoking analysis in JAMA Internal Medicine 2019 by Zhu measured the social media impact of nearly 100 researchers presenting at the largest academic health services meeting who also had Twitter accounts. While Twitter users were evenly split between genders, women wielded significantly less influence, on average having half the number of followers, primarily due to a huge gap in males following female accounts. Finally, choosing wisely. This strategy to optimize oncology resources is expanding from North America to the soon-to-be most populous country on Earth. These action items for India can pretty much be summed up with a single call to prioritize palliative measures whenever the ultimate therapeutic aim is quality of life. Thanks to Pramesh and Lancet Oncology 2019. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.